This is IVP. The Disruptors Season 2 is going to be a problem. <laughs> the name of the podcast is kind of the theme. It's about people whose faith in God led them into disruption. And season two is we're looking at like, well, what happens after you've kind of raised that alarm? How do you build something that's sustainable? The end of season one got swallowed up by the pandemic. Yeah. Because the world was changing. Now I have like this national column in a large newspaper. And so like my world is different on the other side of the pandemic. So I think this podcast, is it going to be less fun? No, because like, I actually have a little bit more leeway now. Like, <laughs> well, you have a lot more. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the that's yeah. kind of the whole. Yeah, in season one last summer, I was just like someone who was an outsider. I was I was new to my job. I was new to university. Still in the process of writing my book. And now the book is coming out, and there's a lot of buzz behind it. And now the question is, well, what is what's going to happen? The first season, it was like, hey. Have we got an opportunity for you to yeah. host this podcast? Yeah. And now it's, we're practically begging you to come yeah. back and host it yeah. again. There's a clear power shift. In this season, it's like, when you do the podcast, it's like, well, what's in it for me? Now the money got to be right. <laughs> I can give up now. I keep going. Settle down. Not ever knowing. Won't let my history bury me. Because I ain't doing this just for me. In season one, there was the sense in which all of the people who were on the podcast were raising these questions that we weren't sure that the church actually wanted to hear the answer to. But coming out of the pandemic and with the racial unrest that was going on because of anti-black violence against black people, the same people who were ignored in season one, the same kinds of people, are now at the center of the conversation post-pandemic. Yeah, that's wild. All of these institutions who were ignoring us are now saying, please come help. All of those books about anti-racism and injustice shot up the charts. Some of those books were like years old. Jamar's book was years old. Natasha Morrison, Be the Bridge. Austin Channing Brown's book goes into the New York Times bestsellers list. And the question is, when people are ready to listen, what do you have to say? And so season, season two is hopefully what we have to say about injustice, about police reform, about anti-blackness in, in the church and in the culture. How do you do more than just call attention to the problem? How do you build something constructive that begins to address it? The lineup of the podcast is what we think the church should be. A multicultural coalition of people contending for, for fidelity to the faith once delivered. And because of that fidelity, like contending for justice in the public square. We're intentional in this podcast about lifting up the voices of the kinds of people who aren't often seen as leaders in the church. We're paying particular attention to having a diverse lineup, women of color. We have African-Americans, we have Asian-Americans, we have Latino brothers and sisters. What does it mean for someone to like look at something and say, well, this has to change, but like it has to change in a way that's more faithful. And so there seem to be like these two lanes which is to say the problems aren't that bad, or to say the problems are inextricably tied to orthodoxy. And I just disagreed. There's more continuity with the great tradition than, than I think that some people might want to accept. Yeah.